Welcome to the Redeemer Podcast. I'm your host, Zach, and today we are talking about Redeemer's Theology Program. I am joined by current Redeemer fourth-year student, Evan Maxwell. If it is your first time here, make sure to like and subscribe, share with a friend, and check out some of our other episodes that explore various aspects of Redeemer, Christian education, and so much more. Thank you for making us part of your day. And with that, here we go. I am so excited today. I have an amazing guest with me. I introduce to you Evan Maxwell of the Theology Pro- Program. Evan, are you ready to talk about your, your program at Redeemer? Dude, I'm ready to nerd out. I'm ready to talk about it. It's something I love a lot. Uh, so I'm excited. Yeah, thanks so much for coming on this on the podcast. It's the first episode of 2024. Are you ready? Sweet. I'm so excited. Thanks for having me, man. Yeah. So, Evan, let's just get right into this here. Let's let's let our listeners know how did you well, first off, what are you studying at Redeemer well, theology, but like what made you want to study theology and uh you're you're in your fourth year, right? Yeah, yeah, I'm in my fourth year. Okay, final semester you're in. That's exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, can, can you try and remember back to, you know, before you came to Redeemer, how did you hear about Redeemer? And ultimately, why did you pick, you know, to study theology? Yeah, sweet. Well, maybe I'll start with an introduction. Yeah. Uh, we heard this already. My name is Evan Maxwell. I'm in my fourth year. I'm studying theology and social work is my minor. Um, way, way back when, uh, in the COVID times, uh, when I applied to Redeemer, um, it was actually the only school I applied to. I had heard, um, a couple of friends, older siblings, um, had, had gone to the school and had loved their time there. Um, and I just sort of like prayed about it. I was like, ah, I don't really want to go to a huge, um, sort of secular or normal university. Um, cause I had grown up in public school. Uh, so I thought, uh, this one sounds amazing. It's so close. Uh, I'll just apply. Uh, and I got in early and I decided that's it. Uh, I'm done applying and, uh, and off we went. Yeah. That's really cool. And, and could you maybe let, we're going to journey through, I know I'm asking you to go walk down memory lane here a little bit. That's all right. Starting at first year, what was your experience coming into the, the program, you know, starting at Redeemer? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think I may have actually like a really normal story in terms of a, a Redeemer University career. Uh, I started off with social work as my major. Okay. Uh, and I think I had uh, urban and intercultural ministry as a minor. Um, so in that first year, I was taking a, a few social work classes. And actually, my introduction to, to the REL courses or the theology courses were uh, were through the REL 110 classes or the core the core courses. Um, and so, so as I was taking those, as we were going through the six acts of scripture that they'll talk about, I'm a huge, I'm a huge advocate for the core, uh, program. I actually love it a lot. Uh, probably because those first couple like rel classes, those first couple of CTS and hum classes really sort of like formed what I was thinking about at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was going through these social work classes, though I love social work and it's super helpful. Um, I was like, I don't know. I just love talking about creation and God, the creator and how that interacts with the world and how we sort of lay out the way we think about God, and the way we think about life and ethics. And, um, you know, how do we worship him? How do we, how do we rightly speak about him? 
And these are the sort of things they were talking about in like lay terms. And I, I grew up in the church, but not not the um, the Reformed Church. So it was super interesting to hear this litur liturgical language, um, but also um, just a really robust and like narrative based uh, sort of like telling of scripture. And I'm like, this is so interesting. I don't know how I could go my whole university career without like solely focusing on this. Uh, and so the next semester I switched into the theology program. And I've really just loved it ever since. That's so awesome. No, thank you for sharing. And, and yeah, I, I often will joke with people is, you know, are you even a Redeemer student if you haven't changed your major, your minor at least once, right? At least once. Yeah, yeah. totally. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. No, and, and a great story to share. Thank you. And so so first year, you know, you kind of got exposure into theology and kind of this grander story. What was it like then going into second year, you know, as a committed, you know, theology student? Yeah, great question. Um, in the second year, you start to take a couple of those more pointed classes. Uh, and through my time at Redeemer, at least, there's been like a little bit of a shift in the faculty in the theology uh, department. There's been a couple that have stayed mainly the same, uh, but sort of the the story of my career through Redeemer, at least, um, in theology is just like a look into people's lives. Um, I had like two main classes that stuck out in that year. You start to get a little more of a sense of what um, what you're going to be thinking about, uh, or at least I did. Um, I took a systematic theology, uh, which uh, seemed a little scary to me at first because systematic was not a word I would have used growing up. Uh, or people would have used around me. I grew up in, in the United Church of Canada, uh, very deliturgized um, or deliturgized, sorry. And uh, I don't know, there's huge new language, um, but then being able to step into a world of, of Karl Barth um, and these, like, these giants of the faith, but really just so accessible. Mm -hmm. um, I've never thought of myself as a super smart guy and I'm always a little intimidated by huge books. And I feel like a lot of people think that theology is just a lot of huge books of dead guys talking about God. Um, <laughs> but, but it's just so accessible in the words they use. It's like, it's hard not to love it, honestly. Um, and the professors I had, um, uh, I forget uh, who was there. They were an adjunct professor. So, so they're gone now. Um, but Ken Hurst uh, yeah. was one of the theology professors at the time, a great man, great man. Um, not not unlike uh, many other professors uh, that are in the theology program and Redeemer uh, generally. Um, but just the stories they would tell in talking about a lot of these theological uh, terms. Mm -hmm. um, he did uh, uh, spiritual formation, uh, which is a class I took. I don't I don't think you have to take it. Um, However, it's just like I got to latch on to the lives and like the words of these people that made made these like really dense, uh, like tiring words come to life because it had affected them so greatly because they could speak about it well. And like the God who created them, they're like, it's actually not boring. Um, it's actually so beautiful because it's talking about ways we can rightly connect with God. And that just like it just threw me into a into a huge, um, huge new world for myself. And now now as a as the reader, uh, I don't think I've read a non theology book as like just personal reading uh, for the last 
like three years or so. Um, it just like, it jumps out in a way that, that I can't really fully explain. Um, so coming into the, my second year, uh, at least for me, it just sort of points you more so towards like specific ways you can engage with that. So systematic theology, the ways you can talk about God and the, the direct doctrines and like spiritual formation, the ways in which those, those doctrines actually come to life and we can use tools speaking about God and worshiping him uh, to be closer to him. So I, it just like that step was huge for me, at least from, from the general to the, to the specific. Wow. That's beautifully put. And, and you, you did such a great job of articulating how it's impacted you in your personal life and not just your education, but as a whole person. And that's really exciting. Yeah, and, and wow, that's only, you know, that's only into your second year of the program. Um, for third year here, I, I have a quick story here. So totally. I, when I studied at Redeemer, I did not study theology. I took a couple of theology courses, you know, as electives, mm. but uh, I had some friends that majored in theology. And I remember when they got to third year, I'd, I'd text them and I'd be like, hey, want to hang out tonight? And they'd be like, sorry, can't write in a paper. And I'd be like, okay. <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, okay, cool. But then the next night I'd be like, Hey, like, want to like hang out tonight? And they're like, sorry, can't writing a paper. And I'm like, same paper. And they're like, nope, different paper. <laughs> and and we, we, could you talk about, you know, kind of the, the practical component, like obviously in a program like theology, there is a, a lot of history involved. There is scripture involved, but like, is it a lot of presentations and papers or like what do exams look like throughout the program? Yeah. Awesome. Awesome question. Hilarious story too. That it feels a little bit like the story of my life. Uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, in the theology program, um, you know, you you get a little bit of a mixed bag. Um, what, what I've come to know is that sort of papers are like the watermark. Mm -hmm. Um but not constant papers. However, they are sort of like encompassing papers. So you do have to take time and spend uh, spend hours working on it. But it doesn't, to me at least, it doesn't feel like a chore. Mm -hmm. um, it does feel really, really wonderful to, to be able to engage with that. Um, presentations, I've had a few in the program, although uh, they don't seem to be super common. Um, however, as you get to your third and fourth year, um what i love about the the vld program is there are seminar courses um so i took one uh called pentateuch uh and one called reading scripture uh through the global church um and so those classes sort of focused more so on on uh, like a seminar style where you would like lead or facilitate a a discussion for a class um which was a little a little scary to me at first and seemed some like somewhat daunting uh i've i've since gotten used to it and comfortable with the idea of that but um you know presentations seem to be a little more common later on uh in the theology program and sort of public speaking um you know you might get a test here and there in the program but it seems to mainly be mainly be papers uh readings and some you know some presentations awesome and and i can't and and uh, I, I know we got a little tangent there from my story, but that's that's great insight no, into okay. the program, especially if you're watching this and you're someone considering the theology program. That's kind of what you can expect. 
But let's uh, let, let's move talk into what was your third year of university and the program like at Redeemer? Yeah, um, yeah. In my third year, I I started taking a couple more specific classes, uh, and you you sort of had the ability to to specialize somewhat. Uh, you could take more classes. There was more available to you um, in those classes that you really wanted to take. Um, so a couple of classes I was able to take was was uh, reading scripture through the global church, um, the Pentateuch. So the first five, the Penta, the first five books of the Bible um, and uh, the New Testament uh, writings. So going through Paul um, and a couple other um, writers. Um, and in there was a smattering of, of smaller classes um, and... Oh, I forgot to mention uh, a really wonderful class that you can look forward to if you're if you're entering into the theology program uh, for the listeners is the um, the reformed theology, mm -hmm. uh, the reformed theology class, which is taught by uh, Jess Jostra. Uh, she's a wonderful teacher. Um, so as you go through that, you'll sort of get a sense uh, for where Redeemer's coming from in their doctrines. Mm -hmm. And um, uh, it, it feels a little more accessible uh, to you then. Um, but as you go into your third year, um, this is where I like, um, oh, if I could use an example, I'll be right back. Oh, of um, course, yeah. <laughs> uh, I've been reading this book recently, um, A Burning in My Bones. It's a, it's a biography on uh, Eugene Peterson, okay. the, the translator of The Message. Yeah. Um, and so it's like a practical practical understanding of, of what the scriptures say. And you sort of get a sense of, uh, of a guy who just really loves, loves the scriptures and loves hearing about God. Um, and like people like that, I didn't really understand, uh, maybe until this year fully, um, mm. because, uh, you sort of just like walk through a couple of those, those pieces that I might, I might consider boring or monotonous, um, had I had I not read them closely uh, before, uh, or not had somebody to walk me through with it, um, so going through the Pentateuch and Leviticus, Exodus, all the longer like law books that you might think Deuteronomy, um, I I honestly just skipped right past them uh, when I would personally read growing up, um, but but they start to jump out and they start to feel alive to you. Um, every little piece uh, has a context. Every little piece has an application. Um, and as you walk through those those pieces, uh, you start to be engrossed in in the life of the scripture and the life of the Israelites. And you start to see the language that you, they're using and uh, maybe why they did like these sacrifices uh, in the temples. Like what what did that mean? Uh, and though it, though it can feel boring at the outset, um, there's so much richness uh in in meditating on these things because no one no one fully understands scripture through the first read um so what i feel like the third year courses that redeemer offers does really well uh is sort of just lets you know the aliveness of scripture yeah. uh and how these single little pieces um through what can feel like boring uh what we call exegetical reading or reading the meaning out of the text um can become can become alive and wonderful and rich, uh, even though you're reading about some donkey on a road or some water <laughs> water bucket or whatever the name was called there. There's so much significance uh, that pulls it out and tells you something more about God. Hmm. Um, 
So uh, through those classes that I took, that's sort of what I felt like uh, the third year program did really well. Wow. Okay. So third year, you got a lot out of third year and uh, totally shout out Dr. Jostra, an amazing, amazing prof. uh, And and I think a lot of people that take the theology program will mention the profs like, like you've done. Mm -hmm. And just, it's so nice that, you know, you have that, like there's, there's scripture. There's also like kind of the spiritual guidance and mentorship, but also kind of that, extra component of, you know, your peers and your classes that you're doing it together and learning together. And could, could you maybe, um, and we're, we'll get to your fourth year in a minute, but could you maybe just talk a little bit about what has that community been like in the classroom? Oh, I great question actually. Um, and, and well put to, to talk about the, the people and, and the scriptures, but also, also the community alongside that. Um, Redeemer is a small school uh, compared to some other secular secular universities. Um, and the theology program, <clears throat> wonderfully enough, is a little smaller. Uh, and that's honestly what I kind of love about it. Um, because generally, uh, I've been with the same crew, the same core crew for, for about three years now. Um, I recognize the same people through the classes. I know I know what they think about it. They know what I think about it. Uh, we've discussed these things, um, but there is also like a wonderful camaraderie in in trying to parse out uh, what this God uh, is saying to us, what mm. our God is saying to us through the scriptures that we're all learning about. Um, and not one of us, I think, has the same uh, theological or like uh, church walk. Like we never, like not one of us, I think, grew up in the same sort of church environment uh, or the same place. Uh, though there is some some consistency in reformed uh, reformed churches, as there's a lot of reformed people um, in in the school, um, but it's really just wonderful to sort of spend that time with the same people, going through it with different opinions uh, and people that I that I call friends after after many years of of just doing that with them uh, and earnestly just trying to to seek out uh, what God means. Um, to say to us. So it's been a great community, honestly. And I don't think that's unlike any other community you would get through um, through another program. Uh, though in your third and fourth years, the classes do tend to get smaller, mm-hmm. um, which is honestly kind of great uh, because it's those people that you've seen. We're like, wow, we can really just speak more and discuss more and learn more intimately about, about what we really want to do. That's awesome. And again, like that's that's one of the advantages of, of deciding to go to a smaller school like Redeemer is you, mm-hmm. you get that totally. atmosphere, which at a larger school you just wouldn't, right? Um, sure. So, Evan, let's uh, let's kind of, you know, complete your journey here. And then we got a couple other questions for you. So I know you're in the middle of fourth year right now. The home stretch is, you know, you, the end is in sight. But what has fourth year, you know, first semester up to this point been like for you yeah great question um yeah so so in my first couple of years uh uh, ambitiously i took a bunch of theology or rel uh rel code courses um and and so i had a lot of room for electives in in my final year so i sort of jumped on a couple fun uh history classes that i was interested i took a an early modern european history class um, and just a couple other electives, um, 
which is quite fun uh, to be honest and was a bit of a load off uh, to be to be just kind of learning about something new for a minute um, and finishing up some social work classes um, and finally in this semester um, I've got uh, a final uh, religion course um, which is the capstone which all all biblical and theological majors uh, students will take uh, it's called gospel church and culture um, and something I'm really excited about um, is is just a class that sort of discovers. And obviously, this is me talking straight from the syllabus because I just took the first the first <laughs> class a couple of days ago. Um, but uh, just sort of like talks about how how the church and how we as Christians engage in in culture, uh, mm-hmm. cultural content, culture making. Um, do we have a place in culture? Uh, should we be removed from it? Uh, like what what have other theologians, what have other, uh, you know, like pastors and, and great thinkers said about this? Um, so sort of jumping into that, that's something I personally am really interested in as somebody who's looking to go to go into mis- uh, ministry and who just loves talking with people. Something that comes up always is culture, uh, whether you're talking about whatever sports game they're interested in or uh or what team they follow whatever whatever like TikTok trend is going on or what book they're reading uh it's really shaped and formed by culture so how how do we engage those topics that aren't um aren't fully churched you might say mm-hmm. like that's a question i have and i've been uh wondering about so i i love that i get to take a class and sort of like the um uh the metaphorical walk into the world uh, from finishing university, going out into the, the big real world, the adult world, uh, but also learning how to do that uh, culturally um, through through the lens of other people who have thought about that question. So I'm, I'm really excited to take that course. Very cool. That's exciting. And, and that's a perfect segue. You mentioned you're looking into going to ministry. Um, I, I know of like the, the theology program has so many different opportunities outside of it. I know Graduates have gone on to work in the not-for-profit sector. Some have gone mm-hmm. to, to work in, you know, church ministry or camp ministry or other, you know, kind of untraditional ministry routes. Do you mind me asking what are some of the things you're looking into? Or are you still kind of, I know it's, you're, you're in kind of a spot where you're looking for those opportunities, but do you have any idea? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, you know, I classic, uh, senior university student. I don't know. Uh, it's I'm leaving it up to God's hands. Mm-hmm. Uh, you mentioned a great one, uh, camp ministry. That's something I've been involved with. Shout out Ryerson Camp, Ryerson uh, camp. Lake Erie. Been working there for a couple of years. Cool. Um, uh, but yeah, a ton of opportunities are out there. Um, I'm really interested to go to go to seminary. Um, to, to just like extend my learning in this. But mainly I, I really do just care about people. Uh, I love to sit with them. If my job full-time could just be sitting and having coffee with people talking about what God's doing in their life or, or how to, how to see what God's doing in their life, that would be, that would be an amazing job for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, you know, there's a ton of, ton of opportunities, but I think mainly I'm just looking forward to, to just walking with people and seeing what it looks like to to point out God in their lives as I as I walk with them and see what God's doing in that. Um, so that I know that's a very vague and unspecific unspecific hey. job uh, <laughs> prospect, but uh, I, that's really just all I want to do. 
That's awesome. Yeah, no, and and you know, there, the the I think what a lot of people and and if you're a parent or a prospective student watching this and you're like, you know, what do you do with a theology degree? And I I I grew up in a pastor's family, so like, mm-hmm. it it under I understood like, oh, a theology degree. There's actually a lot you can do with that. But for sure. for someone who who maybe doesn't come from that background, they're they're asking that question. Do you know what some of your other friends might be doing or? Yeah, great question. Um, yeah, I know a lot of friends who are interested in going uh, Mac Div or McMaster Divinity School is one um, that Redeemers worked with recently. Uh, they offer a great biblical counseling program that I know a lot of friends who are interested in and uh, and have been going through for a bit. So you can become like a, a registered uh, minister pastor uh, or like counselor. Uh, so in like church environments or even in like professional environments where they offer offer a faith-based counseling service. You can be somebody to offer those counseling services. Uh, Obviously, like being a minister in a church or at a charge, you might call it, uh, you can totally do if you go into ordination. But honestly, a theology degree degree can go go many places. I know people have gone to to further academia, uh, to becoming professors uh, or or writers, um, as well as um, being sort of like a cultural or religious um, sort of consultant on on certain topics. Uh, I have a couple uh, friends, parents who have who have been interested and gone into doing that. But it's um, it's almost like getting a, a, a cultural studies degree, uh, but in in religion. So sort of you have like a wide breadth of understanding on um, on this one religious top, uh, subject, which does affect a lot of life. Uh, even people outside of the church now, I'm seeing seem to think. Um, so it, it is actually quite helpful to have a, a theology degree, maybe not quite as helpful and lucrative as a, as a nursing degree, but, um, but it, it can go many places. Hey, no, no, I, that's a very interesting way to phrase it. That's, uh, that's really cool. Well said, Evan. Thank you. And yeah, thank you. And maybe uh, that's not true for everybody, but that's yeah. what, that's what I've seen at least. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, I, I, I think you're spot on with that. That's fantastic. And kind of on that note is, do you have any, you know, favorite parts of the program? I know we've talked about a lot of it that you're clearly Mm. passionate about from, like, is there a favorite course that you took or is there a favorite topic that you specifically, you specifically enjoyed about the program? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love this one. Um, (laughs) So I I mentioned earlier uh, the Pentateuch class. Yep. Uh, so first five books of the Bible. Um, uh, the the professor who was here at the time uh, was wonderful, and it was sort of like a new new uh, new way of looking at the Bible that I hadn't before. It was mm-hmm. uh, somebody who who could read Hebrew sort of very fluently, yeah. um, but also could communicate it really well. Uh, so as you were going through like the the basic language of the Old Testament, like the the root language, he would stop and say, "Okay, you said that, but the Hebrew says this," and it's not. It's not different, uh, but it has a, maybe a bit of a wider meaning. Uh, so my favorite example I tell people when I uh, when they ask about like my favorite part of the course or or the the, the program is um, we would go through um, Moses and the burning bush, and and God through the burning bush says I um, I am who I am. Uh, when he asks what what authority do you ask me to do these things to go and and uh, march the, the Israelites out of slavery. Um, but, but in Hebrew, uh, this professor was telling us, it means, uh, I will be who I will be. Mm. And 
and like the language is it's sort of playing with time a little bit um and something something hilarious one of the other students said was like that's god god's way of saying like hold my drink watch what i do um to, to moses um and like sort of like walking through those little nitty gritty pieces uh, of scripture through a different language that maybe you don't know totally. And there are mm -hmm. tools uh, I've learned that you can use to do that without having to, to fully know the language. Um, but sort of just gives you a wider scope of what people in that time in that context understood by it, and maybe isn't sort of readily available in, in interpretation, if you were just alone reading the Bible. Uh, and obviously you don't need it, but it's so cool and so helpful to have. Um, so, yeah, I would say I would say probably the the Old Testament um, Pentateuch, uh, of course, was was my favorite throughout my history. That's awesome. No, thank you for sharing. And uh, I, I, I know we're, we're coming close to the end of our time here, but I just want to finish this off with uh, it, for anyone who's watching this, if you're a prospective student or, or a parent or, or, or maybe you're at another school thinking of transferring or something like that. What advice would you have for students who are considering Redeemer's theology program? Hmm. Hmm. Uh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> I, I mean, it feels very basic, but I, I would say, I would say get your hands on on a dense book uh of theology that maybe feels a little scary um mm. and and just try it um just go through a couple lines at a time uh look up what the words mean uh and really start to sort of start to get to the nitty-gritty because the the sooner you sort of you sort of are able to understand and speak the language of of these people the more um the more you can sort of understand um how how they're seeking to rightly rightly display God, um, and maybe that's not the same for everybody. But uh, the first time I got my hands on one of those really thick books uh, and started to go through it very slowly because I was terrible at reading it, uh, it sort of just changed how I looked how I looked at it because you had this like one simple Bible uh, that you read it the way you think, and then you have somebody else like a commentary um, or like a doctrine book, um, and then you can go through it and see oh this is talking about this part from the Bible. Uh, what are the words that they're using? Um, that's the way they think about it. That's really cool. So where does my opinion lie? What does the Bible say? What do they say? Um, and that's sort of the heart of what you're doing as a theologian is sort of trying to get that meaning there. Uh, what was the context? And if you, if you just start with the Bible uh, and another big book and just by word by word, uh, maybe it can just be one line. You just want to try one line. Um, you sort of get, to be a theologian for a second and we're all we're all called to be theologians and to study the bible as christians so um the sooner you can sort of speak their language the the cooler it is i think <laughs> that's awesome no that evan that's fantastic advice and uh if it you know evan i can't thank you enough for for coming on this episode of the podcast and representing the theology program very well and blessings on you as you finish your program and uh, if you're out there and you're watching this or listening to this 
and you're interested in more information about the theology program or any program at Redeemer, feel free to email us at admissions at redeemer.ca and uh, we'll be happy to get in contact with you. But Evan, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Yeah, thanks for having me, man. This was so much fun to nerd out with you and to chat about theology. I liked it. (laughs) Awesome, Evan. Thank you very much.